praise this morning this beautiful Sunday morning this first Sunday of the year bless the name of the Lord oh my soul and all that is within me bless his holy name and forget not all his benefits and not all his benefits we bless your name oh God we give you praise we thank you for a new year we thank you for a season of glory to glory take all the glory our father in Jesus mighty name we pray amen please walk up to three persons and wish them a very happy new year three persons only as you take your seats God bless you. Happy New Year to you. And welcome to our year of glory to glory. I see God lift you up. I see God move you, move you forward and higher from glory to glory. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Interestingly, when God moves you higher and forward, no man can bring you down. We declare that it is so in the name of Jesus. Well, you know how we do it in Word of Grace, but for your information, from the 11th to the 13th, we will run our first, our fast for this quarter and for, yeah, for this quarter, the beginning of the year. So please mark your calendar, fasting and prayer. It's very important for one, 11th, 12th, and 13th of January somebody must say amen and then we'll have our leadership leaders and workers uh summit yeah in-house it's um 27 28 and 29th of january leaders and workers meeting amen when 20 8 and the 29th 29 27th in the evening 29th 28th in the evening then 29th in the morning about two or three hours and then we'll go training is vital amen training is what vital and if you go down there to our value of core values one of them is capacity building Thank God for the capacity for last year, but it won't cut this year. We need to upgrade. Say to your neighbor, upgrade. That is, that meeting is open to all our leaders, past and present, intending leaders, and it's open to all our workers. All, every worker in church is open to you, and intending workers also. Praise the Lord. And you should be a worker in church. Amen. Uh, I want us to to celebrate the instrumentalists, the musicians. They've been wonderful. Amen. Amen. And you know what I, I love about these young people? Some of them come back to, to practice on their own. Nobody's sending them. They send themselves. Amen. Praise God. And then when they are on the instruments, they, they, they play it with joy. 
Yeah, they played with joy. I saw the keyboardist today. He was going like that. He was going like that. And you know, fly off that chair. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And let's celebrate the choirs. Praise God. Classical choir. Praise the Lord. Garments of praise. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I turned to Pastor Francis this morning when the garments of praise they were singing. I said, I said to her, where did they get these songs? I said to him, rather, where did they get these songs from? And I told him about the song I heard yesterday. And part of that song was that our God no go shame us. And they sang it in church and they way. Praise the Lord. It is well. Thank you, Garment of Praise. Thank you, Classical Choir. Okay? This is it. Uh, this year, we will change leadership. I thought you say amen. So, for number, number one, we want to thank all our leaders, fellowship group, uh, fellowship group leaders, uh, team leaders. Thank you. Amen? We thank you. Very uh, it is my view, Pastor Francis and Robert, they would, uh, they would fine-tune this, that none of our leaders today, I mean like presidents, is qualified to contest again. Abby, they have been there for more than, more than, for some people, four years now. Because if not COVID, it is Ovid. If not Ovid, it is <laughs> <it's> something. Amen. <laughs> So we thank you. Uh, so I, after the fast, yeah, and uh, our electoral officer, this is our own Mike Egene. This is our own INEC chairman, Pastor Robert Ayire. Hallelujah. <laughs> he, he, both of them, <laughs> they will. And please let me say to you, if you campaign for any post, we will know. Even if you are elected, we will disqualify you. We do not campaign. We pray. Amen? Please don't campaign. We are not, we are not a political party. We are a church. I thought you would say amen. Praise the Lord. This morning, I want to share with you on the topic make room for greater glory. Please write it down. Have you seen that this year I profess, I've chosen to profess my messages with telling you the topic. Do what? Make room for greater glory. If you want to see God's glory shining in your life, manifesting in your life, and upon your life, make room for what? For greater glory. Capacity is what we are talking about. The glory that you are hosting will determine the glory that you manifest. Deep will call to deep. And shallow will call to shallow. What you do not have capacity for almighty God cannot give to you. But if you will build your capacity, the sky will never be your limit. I thought you say amen. 
Praise God. I want to read from Isaiah. First three verses in Isaiah 60. Isaiah chapter 60. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I want to read the first three verses. I greet you on online church. Welcome to our celebration service. First one this year. Happy New Year to you and your family. We pray for you that this year would go well. All things will go well for you. We pray for you also. That God would move your life, move your family, move everything concerning you from glory to glory. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Can I read from the New English Translation? It says, from verse 1. Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1. Please, please. Thank you. Arise, Akwawo. See to it, I beg. Let them not, this echo does not sit well with Son of Man. Isaiah chapter what? Chapter 60. I want to read from the New Version. Isaiah chapter 60. I'm reading from the New English version it is written there n e t it's good to have different translations and versions of the bible i have two ethic bibles two copies of the ethic bible amen one of them is in english ethic and this is num this is verse one arise shine light arrives the splendor of the lord shines on you for look darkness covers the earth and deep darkness covers the nations but the lord shines on you his splendor appears over you nations come to your light Kings to your bright light. Somebody must say amen. Please let us bow and to pray. I want you to talk to the Father this morning, please. And ask the Father to speak to you. This is my desire that every service you attend this year and the many years to come, that they will be worth your while. Because God would deliver comfort. God would honor his word and do miracles in your life. That God will bring light to you, give instruction, bring encouragement, and deliver direction, and literally transform your life. So please talk to the Father. Don't just come and go and not carry something home be intentional be specific Lord this is me speak to me 
let the glory that is upon your word find expression in my life. I need direction. I need to know what to do. What next in your plan for my life? Lord, I cannot continue like this. Change must come. So speak to the Father. Father, we thank you. And we return all the glory and honor to you. Our hearts are ready. Our ears are open. And we ask you, our Father, that you will open up the scriptures to us. Cause your word to come clearly, expressly to every heart. Carries your and let the word prosper every hearer today. We thank you. We give you every praise and every glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Somebody must say Amen. Good morning and welcome to church. Happy New Year. Number one, we are sharing on this topic, make room for what? For greater glory. Room speaks to space. Some of you are planning to relocate because the room that continue you have grown bigger than that space so you do not need that space anymore you need a new space isn't it because the Lord has made room for you so you need a bigger space to contain it and that is good because I believe second kings yeah second kings the, 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 the sons of the prophet said to the prophet Elijah, this space is too small for us. I pray that to be your testimony this year. So, speaks to space. Two, room speaks to capacity. What you can handle. Somebody here that can handle a million dollars and will not stop coming to church on Thursdays. And will not be calling pastor da. What are you preaching today? Doesn't move you. But there are people that God can never give a hundred thousand to. Because they do not have the capacity. It is your capacity that determines your productivity. It is your capacity that determines what God gives to you. What is your capacity? The average GP tank can handle maybe 200 liters of water. You cannot put 400 liters of water there. The average AC, maybe one, see one, two horsepower or something, Abby? Yeah. So those things are graduated, Prof. Morning. Those things are graduated. Your capacity is important. And 
whatever kind of capacity you carry whatever the degree of capacity you carry it is your responsibility so that's why we are emphasizing make room for so you must take responsibility if you want to be a son you cannot be a son Abby. you must build your capacity to appear at the supreme court at least four times at least six times then you can become a son a senior advocate in nigeria you cannot become a professor with no no publications it used to be 12 in some universities raised it now about maybe 20 something or maybe 50 publications before you can become a professor may i announce to you it is your capacity that determines your height in life write it down you cannot rise above your capacity you operate at the level of your capacity it is your capacity my capacity that determines my height in life it is my capacity that determines my height in ministry my capacity and one thing that you must do when it comes to your capacity you must keep expanding your capacity you must keep making room why god commands it true god has much more to give to you than you have experienced i thought you say amen god has much more businesses to deliver to you god has much more creativity by the way i saw your your work with the pot or something god has much more so it is a sin spell with capital letter s for you to arrive to feel that you have arrived you have reached the best the utmost the apex of whatever god can do for you it is a sin say make room for greater glory number two this is very important child of god i want you to listen very well i did not come to earn a salary no i did not come to impress you no i came for transformation no, but you, God, Almighty God, made you to stand out in life. Write it down. God made you to be distinguished in this life. And it has nothing to do with your background, where you come from, who your parents are, where you live. Where, whether you live in a whole, Almighty God made you seated here and under the sound of my voice to be distinguished in this life don't you understand that the last and the best thing that god ever created was man it amazes me i was reading my bible last night and i arrived at a situation at a portion in second the second chapter of genesis that god did not bless the first day he blessed the last day, the sixth day, or the seventh day. It should give you understanding. It's not well started, it's well finished. So, uh, who, am I, who am I talking to? God wants you to be well, to finish well. And God wants you to be a good starter, yes. But God wants you to be a finisher and to finish well. It is those that finish well that he will say to enter into the joy that I have prepared for you. For the beginning of the war enter into the joy of the, it is though that is a good and faithful servant 
child of God, if you think about the end, you will start well. If you think about the, if you see the glory at the end, you will give everything. You will be relentless and deliberate, intentional, and refuse to give up. God made you to be distinguished in this life. And what distinguishes you, number one, is that you're made in the image and likeness of God. What distinguishes you is number two, the covenant. What distinguishes you is number three, the blessing. In Isaiah chapter 61, I think verse 4, it says, all, is it verse 5 or so? All that see them shall know that these are the seeds. Isaiah chapter, give me verse, verse 10 or thereabout, 7. So all that see George, all that see, that see you, put your name there, shall Isaiah chapter 61. Is that verse 10? Take it back, please. Let's go to verse. Their descendants will be recognized and honored among the nations. <laughs> they will stand out. Thank you, choir, for that song. Say you'll be noticed. He's talking about you. Their descendants will be recognized and honored among the nations, not among the villages. God may start with you locally, but God has a global dimension to your life. Everyone will realize that they are a people that God has done what? Blessed. It is the blessing that sets you apart. It is the blessing that defines and distinguishes you. So a person, a business, a church, a life, a family that does not carry the blessing can never be distinguished. Are you still here? And then number five or number four, what distinguishes a person is the glory of God. The glory of God sets you apart. The dignity of Almighty. Listen to me. When they talk about, when the Bible talks about the glory of God, it talks about the weight of God. And it says that weight is heavy. When that weight comes upon a person in terms of the presence of Almighty God, the manifest presence of Almighty God, the Shekinah glory, may I announce to you, you can never be a lightweight in life. Whenever I see a person that is lightweight in life, it does, that person does not carry the glory of God. Wherever you see, wherever you see, it might have, the person might, the glory of God might be upon the person, but it's not made manifest. There's a difference. Where you see a family that is lightweight, where you see a business that is lightweight, not established and growing, listen, and, and, and becoming everything God wants the, the, that tree, that family to be, that business to be part-time, that is lightweight. And somebody saying, how do you know there's lightweight? Psalm 1 talks about lightweight. He said, Did you get that? So I will interpret, please don't be angry, sir. You know, anything blows them away. They are like, like chaff that are blown by the wind. That's it. Do you know that a chaff cannot blow a proper tree? Listen, they are trees and they are trees. They are trees that one wind that will start in March will just blow them off. But they are trees that since your grandparents were here, great grandparents were here, they are still standing. <laughs> there are trees that Christians have conspired together to pray that those trees should fall. Lightweight trees. I'm looking in the, in, uh, in mm -hmm. it, it, it makes so much sense to me because 
but not the wicked. They are like worthless, worthless chaff scattered by the wind. They don't carry weight. They don't carry weight. When you carry the glory of God, you carry weight. You stand out. It doesn't matter what wind blows. It doesn't matter what storm comes. It doesn't matter what flood. You stand. God made you to stand out. What is that scripture? Uh, Matthew? No, no, no. Psalm, Psalm 8, I read verses 4 and 5. Are you standing out? No. In, I mean in your family, do you stand out? Or you have blended? You become one of the Joneses. In your, in your Christianity, are you standing out? Listen to me. If you're not standing out, you defeat the purpose of which God created you. You act as if you were a mistake that God created. If you're not standing out in your uniqueness, you're not standing out in your character, you're not standing out in your productivity, you defeat the purpose for which God created you. So what are the people you should think? No, please give me in, in uh, New King James. Thank you. It says, what is judged that you are mindful of him? And the son of man that you visit him. To visit him does not mean you come and be talking to him. No, to visit him is that you come to his help. You have made him a little lower than the angels. That word angels there in the original is, uh, is Elohim. Yeah, which is the first, word, the first name that God is called in the Bible is Elohim. Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. In the beginning Elohim made. Things don't just happen. Things are made to happen. May God give you understanding. You want to have this. You want to have this. Make it happen. And if you think that you are disadvantaged. God was more disadvantaged than you. Abi. He had the earth. Formless. Empty. And filled with darkness. Yet. Out of that rubbish. Out of that mess. God brought out something glorious. Don't. Listen. Don't. Don't. I'm tired of excuses. He said, you have made him a little lower than the angels. Yet, this is my paraphrase, and you have crowned him with glory and what? You have made him to stand out. God made you to stand out. Whether it is spiritually, whether it is in a world of 7.2 billion people, God made you to stand out. And that's why he put his glory. It is the glory of God that sets man apart. It's the glory that still sets people apart. So how do you know? When you read in John, in John chapter 3, Nicodemus was the, the teacher of Israel. And he came to Jesus Christ and said, Jesus, thou art a teacher come from God. For except God be with a man, except the glory of God is made manifest in a person's life, he cannot do. He was speaking to his performance. He was speaking to his productivity. Can your productivity today stand you out in your class? Don't look at me like that. In your own class, in your academic pursuit, when they are looking at first class, you're absent. Look at second class, you're absent. Look at third class, you're absent. Look, and they now say, "Is it where? Is it even 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 showing card did not have? Do you know why showing card did not have? Has he not proven that it was worth more than first class?" Your productivity should stand you out. Yeah. When people give you businesses to do, it should speak for, it should become your referrals. 
It should become your signature. Who am I talking to? When they give you opportunity to preach, it should become, it should become. I remember before I went to school, I went to Unilag, there was a man, his name was Reverend, uh, they used to call him Brother Steve Akiola then. Then he became Reverend Steve Akiola of Blessed Memory. Passed on, I think, last year. Was buried last year. Great man of God. Great man of God. He preached one message in University of Lagos. Uh, they call it Lagos Varsity Christian Union. May I let you know, Till we got there, they were still talking about it. Till today, we still remember that message. Till today, I still remember. I can tell you what he preached on, on the Holy Contagion. One message. Don't look at me like that. In your productivity, God wants, wants, to, wants you to stand out. Not that you do stuff like every other, this, you do business like every other person. No integrity, no excellence, nothing. You just do like every other person. You blend when you are designed to stand up. That's why you feel frustrated. Because you are not acting within your, your capacity. You're not acting within your capability. You're not pursuing destiny. It is a shame God to make a person to be, to be, and the person blends. He said, how do you know? Psalm 49. God never meant you to be one of the Joneses. Marry like the world. Raise children like the world. Blend. That's why he said, darkness will cover this world. He said, but you will stand out. Why? Your light has come. Who am I talking to this morning? You go to work the same way sinners go to work. You do work the same way. Look at verse 23. I think verse 22 or so. He says, but, no, the last verse, if you read this scripture, you will be wondering. Is, it, is that the last verse? Please give me the last verse. He said, a man that is in honor. He <laughs> said, a man who is in honor is made to be distinguished, yet does not understand. It's like beast that perish. Do I need to explain that scripture to you? A man that is in honor, that a woman that is in honor, a girl that is in honor, a church, a family that is in honor, made put in honor by God, made to stand out by God, but is not does not understand purpose, does not understand destiny, does not understand this truth. It's like what is like beast. So lack of understanding of the truth that you are to stand out will make you operate like animals. Not just animal beasts. I think there's a difference. So how are you operating? Are you blending, compromising? Are you, or you are distinguished and you're standing out? Jesus Christ stood out. They came to Jesus and said, we have never heard a man preach like this. Ah! And it was his enemies that said so. I don't mean your friends, your cliques who gather together and be, and be, and be, and be, and be lying to you. Yeah. I'm be lying to you. There's a word for it. I'm be lying to you. your friends. You, when you want to access yourself or to examine yourself, Bible says you examine yourself. You call your friends to like examine you. These are people you give money to. You buy recharge for. You give money to eat. You pay this for the. What would, what do you think they will say? It's like to call government contractors to come and talk to government. They will say what government wants to hear. The best contractor friendly government. We have had government, but this government is exceptional. Why? There's a name for that thing. Eh? I don't know. Flattery. 
flattery. Don't let people flatter you to irrelevance. So number one is what? Please mention number one. <laughs> they are forgotten. So soon. That what? Your, thank you. Your capacity determines your height. Your capacity determines your productivity. So whatever you are producing today or you have produced so far is your capacity. Your, the books you are supposed to write, the drama you are supposed to, the movies you are supposed to write, the music you are supposed to conduct, the business you are supposed to start, the things you are, you are meant to do. Do you, know, do you know that the glory is on the inside of you and waiting for manifestation? One man, Michelangelo, did the Sistine, Sistine uh, whatever, in Italy, in Rome. Till today, people go there. People go to, to Rome, to Italy, rather, to do what? I think Rome, whatever. To go and be looking at that thing. The well that Jacob dug 400 years after Jesus was still drinking water from it. Years and maybe thousands of years after Jesus came to drink water from the well that listen, your productivity is a reflection of your glory. In fact, your productivity is your glory. Apart from your character, nothing gives expression to your personal glory like your productivity. And you don't need to be an employer to be productive. Just being an employee and manifesting your glory is how do you know yourself. His productivity spoke for him. No matter where Joseph went to, listen to me, he stood out. Who am I talking to? Joseph stood out in his father's house. That's why his father gave him coat of many colors. So you're wondering, why don't certain things come to me? What is the level of your glory? Joseph went into Potiphar's house. He stood out. He was a slave. He met other slaves there, but he became more than a son to the man. Joseph went into prison. He stood out amongst people that had worked in the palace. That prison was for special prisoners. And Joseph still stood out. And became the overall boss, as it were. Functional boss. The de facto controller of that place. When Joseph stepped into the palace, he did not only... He was not only shining in the palace, he shone in the whole world, at least the known world, that other nations came to benefit from the productivity of one man called Joseph. And he was not born again. He didn't have the life of God in him. He didn't have the Holy Ghost living. He had the Holy Ghost only upon him. You have the Holy Ghost in you and upon you. And you're telling me stories. No, child of God, God made you to stand out. And to stand out is not only when you speak in tongues, like, hombre de, hombre de. No! It is in every area. Basically in your character and in your productivity. Your character, when you have character deficit, I can assure you, Satan is waiting for you. And he will wait for you at the place that it matters most. Do you remember Enron? Enron sank because of character deficit. And Facebook is following the same threat, trend. They may not steal money, but when they are like this, you support Ronald Trump, you support Democrats, you support Donald Trump, you anything, you just be floating like that, telling lies. And some people say white lies. No. Character deficit is digging the grave for your glory. Nobody needs to steal the glory of a person who is who, who is who is a liar, who is dishonest. No, nobody. The person has stolen his glory already, he's covering his glory. Praise God. 
So God made you to do what? To stand out. Now, I've, I've shared with you about five things or four things that will make you to stand out. But I want to emphasize on this. Number three. One thing that will make you to truly, truly stand out in this life is the glory of God. There are different kinds of glory. There are glory. There's the glory of animals. There's the glory of men. There's the glory of things. There's the glory of places. Yeah. Didn't you read in the Bible, Isaiah chapter 6, say the glory of so and so shall come to you? It could be their wealth. It could be their expertise. When you're talking about the glory of the United States of America, is their democracy. You talk about the glory of United Kingdom. Is that a small country could become an empire? An island could become an empire and 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 dominate almost half the world. People will say that uh, uh, the United Kingdom or Britain was the 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 the, the is it the country or whatever where the empire where the sto- the sun rises and sets. Small island. How did Britain become so glorious? No, I'm asking you. There are Nigerians who will give their right to go and live in Britain. Even they live in cubicles in Britain. In, in London, they live in cubicles. You see one small place that they be under. Say, say, that's your room. He said, my room. He said, bros, no joke now. Show me my room. He said, bros, Nadell. And they put you in one room. And when you are sleeping, you dare not put on the light. That's where you want to go to. He's on that. Go now to some places in this ecket, on this afoqua. Lights on 24 7. He said, Go to Britain. Small island. Britain is an island. And have want some quantity of black oil. Do, do you understand? It's not. <laughs> but listen, till America, Britain dominated America. And still dominates America. If the queen coughs today, they will report it in Britain. They will report it in the U.S. And so what distinguishes you, what would help you to really stand out and be distinguished and be prominent in this life is the glory of God. And so that scripture says, arise, do what? Shine. For, for what? For your light has arrived. And the glory of the Lord has come upon you. Until that glory comes upon you, no matter how you struggle, you un- struggle in obscurity. No matter, listen to me, no matter how Joseph, no Jacob struggled and deceived people and swindled his uncle and did all kinds of things, he was still under. The day that he had an encounter with the king of glory, something changed. I said something changed. And as he came that day, the Bible said the sun was shining upon him. His light had come. Even his own brother that was saying that I will kill him when I, he brought 400 men to kill this man. But hear me, that day his brother embraced him. Somebody shall favor. The glory sets you apart. The glory distinguishes you. The glory of God makes you uncommon. The glory of God makes you unique and peculiar. The glory of God. You don't have to blend. You don't have to become an American. And be speaking like I'm saying, oh, he's a brother. And the last time he was speaking to me, you don't blend. Small time, the thing will show. He said, that bomb me. He said, ah, is this our American? You don't have to blend. I see people blending. 
wanting to become another person so that you will be accepted, approved, you are diminishing your glory. God told Israel, don't blend. And God is telling us, don't blend. When you blend, you lose your originality. You are an original. Please do not become a copy. Word of grace, am I talking to you? Don't become a copy. Copy, copy this, copy that, copy this, copy that. No, it's the glory. So one thing you should pursue with everything God has given to you is the glory of God. He said, arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Look at verse 2. Verse 2 is very important. It says, for behold, the darkness. <laughs> the absence of glory is darkness. For the darkness shall cover Nigeria. Cover the earth. People would blend and look like Eskimos in a land of giants. And deep darkness. This is what will give you the difference. The Lord would arise over you. And his glory when God arises over you, his glory has come upon you, sir. His glory is upon you. And God, he says, and his glory will be seen. The glory is not meant to only be on you, it's meant to be seen. So is the glory. Number four, let me say this. The more the, of the glory of God that you can carry, <laughs> that you carry, you see, let me tell you something. The more of the what? Of the glory of God that you will manifest. Did you catch my drift? Does it make sense to you? The more of the glory of God that you carry will determine the, more, the level or the quality or the height of your, of your standing out in the world. I think you're looking at me. You didn't catch it. If you carry 200 degrees of God's glory, you will manifest 200 degrees of that glory. So if you carry one, if you have a 1,000 capacity, what would you manifest? Would it be lower or higher glory? Higher. You will understand it. And so what I'm saying is that you need to build your glory capacity. You need to make room until you make room. Until room is made for you or you make room, you cannot be fruitful in the land. He says in, in, in Genesis chapter 26, he said, the Lord has made room for us. Therefore, we shall be what? Fruitful in the land. Until room is made, you will still be producing the same result you were producing last year. You will still be yearning the same opata. You will still be producing, your productivity will be at the same level. Or have you not heard that if you want to see new heights, do new things. Or have you not heard that if you keep doing the same things, the same way, you will get the same result? Yeah. You got you to propose in your heart to create room for the glory. He said, how do you know? He said, lift up your heads, O ye gates. And be ye what? Lifted up ye everlasting barriers. In other words, make room for the king of glory. When he comes, when he comes in, to some believers, to some people under the sound of my voice, the, the king of glory is outside. And you expect to manifest his beauty, his dignity, his honor, his character, and his level of productivity. If your productivity can still be explained by sinners, then may I announce to you, you are, product, you are blended. You are the same with them. 
pastor must come to the point when they look at you and say, we cannot explain how you're getting this result. Even carnal believers must walk up to you and say, I don't know how you're doing in your marriage. Please tell us. Is there anything else that we don't know? It's the glory, sir. If your business this year operates at the same level with your neighbor that is not born again, that goes to Juju and Ufo, listen to me, you need to bow your head in shame and repent of your sin. Don't tell me. You say, well, you know, we live in Eket. Who told you? We live in the world, but we are not of the world. Are you still here? You got to make room for the glory of God. That's why it's called repositioning. Who am I talking to? It's called rep until you reposition, you cannot. Who am I talking to? I think I need to preach this for this one. Until, until you reposition, child of God, you can't shake. Look at me like that. Has passed, there must be a new position. That's why God says, Arise, don't just sit, don't just be contented with little or nothing. Because, because you have two children, you're thinking, Oh, we have arrived, I have a car, and this and that. When God wants to make you a manufacturer of cars, and you're sitting down, you are not standing out, nothing. You go, you, you complain the same way with sinners, you run around with sinners and think that you can no you can't blend and stand out that's why Daniel stood out he refused to blend you gotta make room amen I, I want to read that scripture for you that scripture is in is in Isaiah chapter 60 the amplified it will help you where are you your position matters when God came to Adam, he said to Adam, where are you? Where you are, your position matters. You can't stand where you were standing last year and see a new glory. And see more glory. George, how do you know? God said so to, to Moses. He said, Moses, where you are standing, you can't see my glory. My glory. You need to come to a place. That is why he says in Revelation, come up higher. Not every year you'll see standing in the same place, you will get the same result. And you'll be like sinners who don't, who don't call Jesus day and night, but they are getting results you're not getting. They will look down on you, overlook you. Listen to me, frustration would come. He said, I'm crushing you, God forbid. How would I cause people that are my joy? When you're happy, I'm very happy. If you're unhappy, listen to me, just guess to me. You understand? So that scripture says, Arise! From the depression and prostration in which circumstances have kept you. <laughs> it's God that is speaking, you know. This is not George. He said, George, without him, bad mouth. Now you go write that thing. No, me, me, oh. Arise! Don't sit. Change, reposition. Listen to me. This, if I wanted to give a title to the message by myself, I would call it repositioning for greater glory. You must reposition your life. You must reposition your business. You must reposition. You cannot continue at the same position and see a greater glory. It is impossible. Deep cause to deep, shallow cause to shallow. So what is your position? And what is your new position? It says, arise from the depression and prostration in which circumstances, COVID, lockdown, all kinds of things have brought you in flesh, have kept you. Rise to a new life. Rise to a new life. And my own is that rise to a new place. Shine! 
be radiant with the glory of the Lord. For your light is not going to come. Your light speaks to every resource that you need to shine. It has arrived. So no more excuses. And the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Arise. Reposition. And let me show you something. Let me show you something. In Isaiah. Isaiah 50. You 53? 54. Isaiah 54. Say to your neighbor, stretch. <laughs> Listen to me. When God is pouring his glory afresh and lifting people from glory to glory, God needs room to do that. And you are the person that must create that room. And the room that you create, the capacity, the space that you create for yourself is the only space God will pour things into. Don't envy people. Do you know how they have created space? Some people have refused to sleep in the night. I know a man of God who, sits that, who was sitting down, sir, on his chair. He, I, can I call his name? But no, it's not, it's not important. In Abuja, he would sit down like this for three months at that time, speaking in tongues from 9 p.m. till about 5 a.m. You man, you just wake up. Glory to God. As it was yesterday, so shall it be today. What would I air? Amen. Make room for yourself. Make room for greater glory. Make room for God. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, ye everlasting, everlasting doors. And let the King of glory come in. Some situations must hear your voice. Some circumstances must hear your command. Not your complaint. I like it. He said, enlarge the place of your tent. Say to your neighbor, enlarge. There are four things God says you should do there to create room. About five. Number one is do what? Enlarge. The place that you are now is too small for what God wants to do in your life. He says, let the curtains of your habitation be stretched out. Say to your neighbor, stretch out. Some people have stretched in. You know where they have stretched in? In, that, in their offering. Say, Lord, last year I used to give you five naira. This year is too old. You know how things are. <laughs> I told you about my precious cousin. So I, preached, I shared it with them yesterday in church. My precious dear cousin. My first cousin. In fact, in my family, she's the next person to me in terms of uh, line, in terms of, uh, you know, hierarchy and all that. Is it hierarchy? No, I think time of birth and all that. And Pastor David, she said to me one day, evangelist, he said to me, oh God, I said, yeah, he said, hmm, this one, this one that you're dressing like this, single, very, very single. This one, and she already had two children. She's my younger person, but she already had two children. And I glory to God, thank God for her, uh, because she, maybe she inspired us to move forward. I said, oh God, this one that you're dressing like this, wearing funky, funky shirts, like this funky shirt, that when you get married, it will not be like that. Oh. Because the part of the just is like a bright shining light. It keeps doing what? Shining with the glory of God. He tell me, he said, pastor, you know, now that we are in 2022, but, don't me not change. The part of the just is like a bright shining light. And I want, I will come back to this. Please give me Proverbs chapter 4 verse 18. Child of God, stretch. Some people don't love to stretch. You love your comfort zone. Wake up in the morning and put one, one mug, one mug of coffee with plenty of milk and throw to the parlor or your room and put on TV. Hey, what is CNN saying? What is the channels saying? You'll be watching it too. 
watching after that you stand up you go and you know that when your money does not arrive you can always call it done it done hmm. it done it don't show it don't show it don't it don't your brother your brother you know where to easily go i can use it no it's my brother he won't feel offended or call up boy hey. yeah you know that you won't you won't feel offended these are people that yeah they understand my drift you know where to call and get loan but when the time comes that you do not know anywhere to go to get loan you will put your knees down look at verse 18 that's why many of our people have not left their cat he said i am from this place i have been lived there for 24 or 20 something years I, they can't leave you take them to abuja like this they call you one day <laughs> if you hear by people in Nigeria but talk about Lagos, you would think that Lagos is a is, that is, is a Lagos. Who can you be your son? That you cannot pass on the road. Say Lagos. Moto, moto. <laughs> and if they want to, the devil wants to use my example, but people to put fear in you. He said, <laughs> Say they will steal your cup. Pastor, is it like that? You are no more a cold dog. Is it like that, sir? You know, sir, sometimes eh, when I enter, when I get to Lagos, I sit down like this. You know, because large like uh, evangelist David knows I am driven in Lagos. I, I have never driven. People just drive me in Lagos. So when I go to Lagos, I sit down. We are taking all those roads, passing, coming to command secondary school, entering to come out. At, I'll be wondering. I say, is this the same Lagos? Because the picture they paint in Lagos is that everybody is a thief and a kidnapper. And as you're going like this, they will just be collecting your things. And because people are addicted to their comfort zones, they don't want to move. That's your two-bedroom house. You have at the place. You are now keeping things with your neighbors. You have refused to park. Because you love, I just love it. When the devil wants to kill a man, he gives him comfort zone. <laughs> Set your neighbor straight. Let me read for you. Give me the Amplified. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 18. Make room for God. Make room for greater glory. When you make room for God, God will fill it to the overflow. Can I, can I, please give me in the message Bible. I want to read that quickly. The way these guys are looking at me, the service is over. It cannot be until you finish the message. Until you practice what God is saying. Say so the ways of right living people glow with what? The longer they live, the richer they become. The stronger they become. <laughs> the more glorious they become. The longer they live. He said, Pastor, when you are 60, you start forgetting things. It's a lie. I can tell you things like this. How do you know? I receive it. You know why I don't want to die early? Why is it don't look at me? Don't look at me like that. You know what? Elvis, you know why I don't want to die young or early? You know now. SSS. <laughs> All those small brothers are looking at me saying, hmm, a Goriko. The king, King and Wen said, Goriko, do. <laughs> Somebody shout hallelujah. <laughs> Isaiah chapter 60. Pastor, you, pastor, you won't die young. You cannot die young. You know all these brothers? Just say, 
Kiyama. Say, God, you go, don't see the wife. And God forbid. I pass now. They say, Mama. <laughs> I have always told you, banish the thought. Because I will take permission from the Lord and arrive. And collect that your 5,000 and give my wife. And say, Nne, na me bring. <laughs> I say, Brother, follow me. <laughs> Since you don't want to behave. So that your spirit can be saved and your flesh. <laughs> Shout hallelujah. Say to your neighbor, make room for greater glory. Enlarge the place. Please give me, give me a new King James. That's where I started. I don't want to stretch. Stretch. Enlarge, number one. Do what? Stretch, number two. I say, strengthen the courts. Do not spare. Lengthen. Say to your neighbor, lengthen. And number four, strengthen. Why? Verse, the next verse, verse three. For you shall expand. For greater glory is here and is looking for space to enter. To, to, to make is to adjust. You know, sisters here who make dresses during Christmas, you have some of you send the dresses back. Or in this life, you have had to send your micro send the dress to the tailor. Say, adjust this place. Too big. Adjust this place. It's too tight. Adjust. And you know, if you sit in that at that place where the children are sitting, when Mrs. Mrs. Ackman is sitting, and look out, do you know that many sisters this door to enter church? Not because there's anything. Emmanuel, they don't take that door like you do. They take that side. You know why? That window there is reflective. So when the sisters come, Crawford, you, you see them there. Then they will look. Yeah. Then you will see the sister. She, she does not know that we are standing here and say, Bible says, as we behold, as in a mirror, we begin to adjust. Child of God, adjust. To make room is to adjust. You must adjust, man. You must adjust. Adjustment is needed. Even, even government talked about structural adjustment. You need to adjust. And there are places to adjust. What does adjust involve? It involves two things. Number one, it involves Cutting off and cutting back. Please write it down. Adjustment. Uh, you know, Pastor, you know some people give me suit that is meant for my grandfather. And maybe my grandfather, I didn't see him, but I assume that the man on Wednesday was, he had weight. He had weight. Sir, take you to that. I know that man at a Afaukwa Road, before well, almost opposite um, Imabon Street, Samaritan Street, almost opposite that place. There's one man inside. He is the professional adjuster of suit. So the suit will start looking like you. Not the one. You know. You know. There's a difference between coat and suit. Okotiebo is laughing very well. Coat is that is the suit that wears you. Coat, coat of many colors. 
When coat wears you, you'll be walking like this. Damn. <laughs> Praise God. Number, number one part of making room is adjustment, isn't it? Where do you adjust? Let me quickly tell you. You adjust spiritually. They, everybody needs adjustment spiritually. You adjust in your attitude. Your attitude to work. Your attitude to people. Your attitude to God. Your attitude towards yourself. What do you think about yourself? There are some people who think they are nothing. They can never stand out. No! You are made to stand out. I don't need to be... I have very powerful friends who are very strong, very... They have compelling personalities. But listen, one of my friends wrote on Facebook and said, this judge, you, all, you, are, all, you are strong. You always... Start. He doesn't know I'm a very weak person on the inside. How I'm, it's just the grace of God that I, I, I choose to be myself. When they are talking India, me and talking America, when they are talking America, I stand. Remember when my friends used to say, that Donald Trump will win. It's many of them, all alone, I stood like that and said, he will not win. They looked at me. Say how? I said, listen, the thing that brought Donald Trump there is, is, is incompetence and, and uh, white privilege. My friends looked at me. Only one person said yes. So one of my young men was laughing at them. I said, no, they don't know Pastor George. Don't blend. I, I, don't, I don't disagree with people for disagreeing. Say just to, no. I don't need to be a rascal. I don't need to be, I don't need to be, I don't need to be anything. To, I just be myself. You stand out. There's something that this choir, these people in the choir can do, I can never do. Have you heard me singing songs? Say, so today I came to sing, to minister in song. Me. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Your attitude towards yourself. You must, you must, you must, you must make adjustment in, the, in terms of how you manage time. There are things, now we talked about cut, cut off and cut back. There are things you must cut off. To cut off is to remove. To cut back is to reduce. Reduce the time you spend before television. It has moved from television now to, to phone. And when you wake up first thing in the morning, pam pam, and put it on. And if you do it in my house, I will hear when the phone is doing taken, taken, I know that messages are entering. 5 a.m. when you should be kabashing. Like, so I don't know what to say. Pray in tongues. So I don't know what to do. Read your Bible. You don't know what to do. Pray for Pastor Francis. Pray for me. Pray for any person. Pray for Nigeria. There are things. Can I shock you? You know, I'm very careful. There are relationships that you must cut off. Don't look at me like that. Why are you looking at me like that? There are people who come in, who have come into our lives and they have outlived their relevance. And we are still holding to them. Until Lot leaves Abraham, Abraham cannot see the glory of God. Who am, who am I talking to? Don't look at me like that. Listen to me. J.E.J. Is that what they call that president? The former president of Nigeria, J.E.J. G.E.J. He cannot come to me today and say, I declare public holiday. Don't go to work tomorrow. I'll be laughing at him. Why? His relevance has ended. As president. My headmaster in primary school, all the, my headmaster is all the primary school attended. They cannot come to me today. Church, neither. If I do it, 
is out of honor. But as per authority, they don't have it. When it comes to your spouse, don't cut off. You're not permitted. He say, hey, pastor, I say, cut off. This man is disturbing me. I'm cutting off. I did not say so. Stay there and make it work. Why are you a coward? Why are you so chicken-hearted? Why do you just go out for chicken? People don't love to work. Marriage is with capital letter H-A-R-D-W-O-R-K. Hard work. And the first work, the first part of the hard work, work on yourself. With those kind of your attitudes. You have an attitude. You have a sense of entitlement. Your, your wife should be coming. Wake up 4 p.m. Pray for two hours. Come and give children food. Pack the children to school. Make pound yam for you to eat in the morning. If you don't cut off, you don't create room. Are you still here? When you cut off, you will create room. When you've cut back, you will create room. When you adjust, you look better. You create more room. He said, George, how do you know? Number one, John chapter 15 and verse 5. Is it verse 5? No, verse 1. Jesus said, The Father is the true, is the is the vine dresser. I am what? I am what? The true vine. I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Verse 2. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, it takes away. It cuts off. So what is in your life that is not bearing fruit? Or allowing you to manifest the glory of God? Who is in your life? I don't mean your children, your parents, your siblings. Some people say, I have cut off my brother. You cannot cut off your brother. Cut him off. He's still there. Blood. Can you cut off blood? Tell me. You can't cut off your teeth. I disown you. I disown you. I said, God forbid. Eh? Only one son. This own called this no knee. Eh? <laughs> Only one son. He said, I don't care. Care. I didn't say that. But there are people that must be taken off. There are relationships that have, have, have lived their relevance in your life. And when it is no more relevant, it can become a curse if you keep it going. Yes. A blessing can become a curse. I'm going to end very soon. Yeah. You got to say, he said, and every branch that bears fruit, he does what? He cuts back. <laughs> he prunes. Why? That it may bear more. Say to your neighbor, make room for greater glory. Have you seen the place that we got that thing from? Cut off and cut back. He prunes you. I don't know how God will prune me, but he prunes me. I don't know how God will prune you. He will prune you. Why? So that you will bear more. You can contain and carry more of God's glory. Let me end with two stories quickly. So I can go and eat your rice today. Number one. Say to your neighbor, manna. <laughs> you remember manna? Manna was the bread from heaven. Manna. We're talking about relevance. Manna was very relevant. For 40 years, Mr. Query, my friend and my sister, people were chopping manna. If you bake cake in your house, they will not come. They're waiting for manna. Early in the morning, man, they rush outside and collect manna. In the evening, they will collect manna and, and do not keep it. God says, whatever you collect, make sure you finish. So they would chop the thing very well. 40 years, they didn't cook. 40 years, they did not plant. 40 years, they did not 
harvest. 40 years, 40 years, somebody has gone to university, graduated with grandchildren in my village. Exaggeration. 40 years. 40 years. They were eating manna. But do you know some, something? As they entered the promised land, God said, manna ceased. Some things must cease for new things to happen. All this sleeping, sleeping eight hours at what age? And not praying and waiting for people to go and pray and receive and receive God's word and come and be shouting. This year, the Lord told me. Hey, when you have access to God, what has God told you? He said, How did they get it? He said, These people they are specially anointed. No, they just know how to maximize the anointing. And the glory by making more room for the word of God. And every new year is an opportunity to create more room. Do you understand me? Manna ceased because manna had lost the relevance. And when they came to the promised land, they could now eat from the fruit of the land. When God wants to give you fruit of the land, you say, We still want manna. Who am I talking to this morning? What is the manna? That has to cease. It may be your marriage. Strife must cease. You are over pillow. Since you got married. Over pillow. You know I like my pillow like this. Unlike it. Unlike it the way your spouse. So that there will be family peace. George will not be there. It will be you and your wife alone shouting. And don't be like that brother. That pastor that married his wife. And used to beat the woman very well. Beat the woman. Abused the woman, violent brother that never dealt, never worked on himself, never allowed the glory of God to reach the place of his temperament and emotions. When he packed out of that house, some brethren ran to the house and said, Ah, sir, another pastor will come and say, He's a lie. Never, why? Church people didn't know. He said, The pastor used to beat his wife. And listen to me, brother, if you beat your wife, come here now. You are insane. I am telling you, don't look at me. You are insane. You have ever raised your hand against your wife? Come out here. Or you've been raising your hands and beating your wife? Come out here. You see, you will not come out because you know that is a very shameful thing. So why do you do it? Manna must cease. Must see a greater glory. Final. You know, somebody say, George, how do you know? Joshua chapter 5, verse 2. Are you blessed today? Man, All these Romanus, all these excuses, all this stuff, and you wonder at the end of the year, say, Father, thank you for keeping us alive. Is that all? 365 days. I just counted to that. This is the second day. 363 days are remaining. What would you show God? You see, God say, Father, thank you for keeping me alive. Sinners do that, and they do it better than you. The great, one of the greatest places, one of the places, one place that I've seen, or one of the places I've seen people show so much praise, it was in prison. Not London prison, Eckert prison. I went there, I saw people praising God. And you know some people here, Father, I declare, when you see me dance, I dance like a money, you are. Is that winner, man? The way you're dancing. You're dancing like a loser and you're lying. 
which means Joshua chapter 5. They must be, they, you must reposition for greater glory. Are you still here? Praise God. Did I say Joshua? Ah. Well, I'm looking for the place. So, like son of man did not get the right place. But it's there in the Bible. The Bible says what? The manna did what? Ceased. Why? Because the manna had done what? Has served his purpose. If you see it, please let us know. Number two. Numbers chapter 21. There are things that have outlived their relevance in my life. And I need to do what? Knock them off. Say when they entered the land. That was his. Numbers chapter 21. Verse, verse, um, verses 4 to 9. I wish I could read it in, in New King James or something. Or the NET. No. Can you give me in NLT? He said, then the people set out from Mount, Mount where? Mount Hall, taking the road to the Red Sea to go around the land of Edom. But the people grew impatient with the long journey. And you know what they did? Look at the next verse. He said, and they began to speak against God and Moses. Whenever you're complaining, you're complaining against God and Moses. And impatience is a key to complain. They, why have you brought us out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? They complained. There is nothing to eat here and nothing to drink. <laughs> and we hate this horrible manner. So the Lord did what? He blessed them with poisonous snakes. Not snakes. Poisonous snakes among the people. And many were beaten and died. Say, so where is he going to? Next verse. Then the people came to Moses and cried out. They repented. We have sinned. This is how it is. Don't be hiding. Don't be calling sin by now names. Tell God I have sinned. Don't say, Lord, I made a mistake. You know how it is? They said, we have sinned. By speaking against the Lord and against Pastor George. All of you. You want snakes to come so that they will say, it's you. Pray that the Lord. They couldn't go to God because that was a testament. Pray that the Lord would take away the snakes. So Moses prayed for the people. Pastor, pray for the people. Any pastor that rises up and says, Da! He's not a pastor. It's an imposter. And do you know something? People will not die. Then the Lord told him, Make a replica of a poisonous snake and attach it to what? A pole. And all, all who are beaten will do what? If they simply look at it. Verse 9. So Moses made a snake out of the bronze and attached it to a pole. Then everyone who was bitten by a snake could look at the bronze and what? The bronze snake and be healed. Healing is a choice. It depends on where you're looking at. If you're looking at the serpent or the picture of the serpent called Jesus that has been lifted as a cross for us, you'll be healed. But that's one added. But do you know something? After they did this, people were healed, isn't it? And that matter ended. So do you know, 900 years after that, Masha, people were worshipping that snake. Now, what is it that the relevance had died since and you refused to cut off from your life? Which, you know, Israel called it Nehushtan. Second Kings. Let me close. The way you're looking at me, the food at Kilimanjaro has dry has finished though. How many of you have not been to Kilimanjaro? Raise your hand so I can take you there. 
will just drive you. You will see the place. Say, this is the place. <laughs> Somebody must say, man. <laughs> so who brought this man here? He's God. <laughs> Second Kings chapter 18, verse 2. Finally, brethren, I trust that God is blessing you. And you know, my prayer for you is that God will give you courage. God will give you wisdom. Don't go and cut off what you should not cut off. But there are things to cut off. Cut off on your playtime. Romanus time. On Johnson time. On your phone time. Every, there are many people who cannot go to anywhere without their phone. They carry it. He was 25 years old when he became king and he reigned in Israel. Did I say 18? Please, let me get, let me, 18 chapter 2. Well, you could read that. But basically, they make that snake, isn't it? And they call that snake Nehushtan. And they were worshipping that snake, that snake, and keep making sacrifices to that snake. 930 years. That thing, the relevance of that thing had expired. There are people who come to your life for a season. There are certain things you can do for a season. And after some season, they must live your life. So Paul says, when I was a child, now that I am a man, I make room. Make room for greater glory. The place I learned how to make room for greater glory is among athletes. Michael Jordan. The other one, the other one in, in, in England, in the UK. The guy whose wife, Victoria Beckham. Something Beckham. People, people would go to, they would finish with their whatever they do in the mornings, you know, those things. He would still go back to his house, start the music, let it run. He would still go back to his house and put on a ball, you know, a tire, and be practicing. To kick. That's why he could score goes like that and learn the guy in Jamaica Sembolt used to be my favorite apart from Nada and when he he would put on tire not tire of bicycle or tire of a car or a forerunner no tire of truck or caterpillar tractor he would tie it around his waist and he would start running but you know, Usain Bolt did not know when his season ended. His last race as an athlete was. He, he capped his glorious whatever with an inglorious record. And people that followed him would always remember that he did not take first in his last race. If he had stopped when he, went, when he was to stop, if he had got back. If you had cut off, people were telling him, go. Nothing will happen. You will carry first. Those boys, they were hungry. They came from the back, dusted him. I think he took third or so position. You must cut off. You must adjust. You create room. And more things, more blessings will come in. Please rise on your feet with me today. Thank you. Okay, you saw it. Nehushta. God had to dissolve it. All things must pass away so that new things can come.
I like that song that my sister sings. Anything you are doing in this season, don't do without me. Oh Lord, yeah. Anything, Lord, you are doing in this season, don't do, don't do it without me. Last year's glory. 